Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Are you a roundhead or a cavalier type of person? Ian? Oh, I'm a I'm a roundhead. I'm I'm with Ollie. Yeah, I I I didn't think I didn't no, start again. I didn't think that you'd be siding with the royalists. No, no. I, uh, I it's one of my favourite periods in history, um, and uh, yeah, I definitely side with the uh, parliamentarians, even though both sides a little bit religious for my liking. But... Mm. <clears throat> I, I like that uh, they, the parliamentary side came up with the revolutionary idea that if we pay and train our army, they'll probably fight better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, that, that took some thinking up. Yep, yep. Yep, all right, so here what, we are. We're are at the awakening. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, ju just from a design point of view, oh, I couldn't be I, one of those yeah. foppish toffs. Although... Yeah. Uh, with my COVID hairstyle, it's getting mm. longer. Mm. No, I always wanted a lobster pot helmet. Mm. Yeah. I keep thinking about making one, but probably get around to it one day. What would you do with it? Would you go on it reenactments like in this story? Uh, no, I did. This is the other thing about this story is that I, I used to do reenactments, and um, I don't think this is that far from the truth. Sadly, no. <laughs> You know. the, but there is a tendency for people to take things a bit too far. Far too seriously, yes. Far mm. too seriously, far too far, yeah. Um, and I can, I can, I mean, even without the uh, the alien influence, I could see some people behaving like this. Yeah. Um, just in real life. I've seen them. I've seen them at uh, Excel when I've been to, yeah. um, <coughs> you, you, you know, the um, the military modelling, yeah. you know, fairs. Yeah. And, uh, and and I remember I, I would be at them because I would be at when I was in the 501st and it's back when I was a sand trooper and I can remember, you know, we would be looked down upon by the the real world military yeah. uh, cosplayers. Is, um, yeah, because that's what they are. They say we're reenactors and we're living history. Now you're dressing up like the rest of us. Yes, yeah, yeah. <coughs> it's just dressing up and it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. It's not in this story, but uh, yeah. So, so we'll... We'll get into it, and um, you know, like I said last week, um, I didn't think I had seen it before, and now I've seen it. I've definitely never seen this. You never before. seen it? Oh, nope, right. nope, nope, nope. I wonder how many other stories there are that you've got no inkling about. Well, this era, I know this era, you know, beginning yeah. of '84. You know, in my life, I was going out a lot, and I had a car now and yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, Saturday evenings, I wasn't exactly upstairs watching my black and white portable anymore. You know, I'd moved on a bit, so yeah. um, I think I was still getting. Was it the weekly by then, or was that monthly, that was by, monthly now? by now? Yeah, I was still getting the monthly, you know. And what I was seeing in photos wasn't exactly enamoring me to the show. And I remember stills of the malice being big or yeah. small, and just going, I don't know, I don't yeah. know. 
That's where it's, so what 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 were you getting out of the magazine then? If you um, weren't watching the actual program. Well, around about that time, they were starting <coughs> to look back at the uh, true, yeah. earlier part of the series and the comic strip. And, yeah. it, and, and it was just loyalty. It's like why I, I collected, you know, 2000 AD for so long, even though it was yeah. terrible. Even, you know, the Judge Dredd strips were terrible. But it was just loyalty and habit. And I yeah, think that's yeah. what I was doing with that as well. I, I can, when, when 2000 AD first went over to the colour Glossy, and I, I bought it for about another year... And I thought, do you know what? I'm not enjoying this at all now. Yeah, what I am I getting out of it? Why yeah. am I spending money on it? Yeah. 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 So, no, I've never seen it before. Um, never seen it? Little, little two-parter? No, Show, I didn't... Shows I you didn't, what you can do in two-parter. I didn't know it was a two-parter. Um, I've sort of got old, you know, Arthur from On the Buses mixed up with it because yeah. <laughs> it was the same sort of period yes. for the... Well, costume-wise yeah. as the visitation, wasn't it? So, Correct, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all... all, all all rolled into one, I think. All right, so, um, so this is like are you watching it anew. Can you yeah. imagine your Can you imagine your teenage self forgoing the pleasures of the uh, the Capri on a Saturday night and sitting down and enjoying this? Do you think you would have enjoyed it then? No, 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 no. no. And I think for the very reasons um, I'm going to mention as we right. go through it. All right. Um, but because I had never seen it, I've done one of these things where I just make notes. The fir- oh, right. very first yeah, time yeah. I watched oh, I like it, <laughs> I made notes. And then I added to them when I watched it the second time. Yep. Right. So uh, I'll mention those as we go, all right? Slow down! What do you mean this is from the planet Raga? Precisely what I say. The Terraleptors mined in Klavik for more or less exclusive use of the people of Harkov. That's in the star system Rifter, you know. Oh, no, I've escaped from one madman to find another. Do you expect me to believe what you're saying? Well, you take that sample to any metallurgist and they'll confirm it isn't from this planet. You're serious? Never more so. Very well, then. For the sake of argument, I'll accept what you say. But how did it come to little Hodcombe? As part of a space vehicle. A spaceship from Harkel landed here? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, more likely a computer-controlled reconnaissance vehicle. How silly of me not to know. Tell me, was Andrew Verney engaged in any research concerning the malice? I believe he was, yes. That's what must have led him to the tunnel and the remains of the Harkel probe. See, I saved the malice. I believe you will. My sincerest apologies for ever doubting you. Doctor, the malice is a myth, a legend. Some mumbo-jumbo connected with... Apparitions or that's something. That's precisely what Will saw, you see. On Harkol, psychic energy is a force that's been harnessed in much the same way as electricity is here. But what has that got to do with the Malice legend? The thing you call the Malice was on board the Harkel probe. The first note I've got is horses and that girl from the Liver Birds. Yeah, the right? other Polly. The other Polly, yes. And I've also put lazy costume for Civil War era. Um, she's wearing like this green waistcoated thing, and I didn't realise it's actually set in well the nineteen ah, eighties. Right. Okay, that's interesting because one of my one of the things I because I do like the story, but one of the things I thought, oh, they didn't they didn't make the most of this is they should have had it where that pe- where as a viewer and as the Doctor you thought it was in Civil War era. Mm. I um, think that was yeah. the intention, and it fooled me because you yeah. said last week it's Civil yeah, War yeah, yeah. Ish, ish. You see, yeah. and if I had seen photos from it, so I would were have you, gone, oh, were it's you a Civil like War. shaking your fist at the screen, going bloody 
costume. Yeah, I just thought, they, oh, they, they didn't this have, is lazy costuming, yeah. you know? They didn't have uh, velvet jackets then. No, yeah. but i tell you what, watching it the second time, yeah. um, I noticed she's wearing a watch, which is yes. a good giveaway that that isn't actually the 17th century. I, I like to think, though, that you probably would have thought, if your subconscious had have seen the watch... It would have just passed off as a uh, bloody BBC. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they like? Even more reason to be hacked yeah. off with them. Um, yeah, and and so we've got these horses. We keep cutting yes. between her and the horses, and then they kind of like round on her, and she runs into this barn. But she knows who they are. There's a guy called yeah. Ben who I know from something. What has Ben been in? Is it uh, is it a oh, detective no. series or something? I, I would, without looking it up, I wouldn't be able to tell you. No, I'm sure. I'm no, no, I'm, so, I'm sure he's in something genre. I can see him saying lines. You know, sometimes when you yeah. know, you recognise an actor and you can see them mouth in the lines. But yes. it's definitely not this. Let me say, Ben, the Awakening. This is good. This is again good. Good awakening. podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Away. I'm sure Ben-ing. it's a like. No, it can't be Dixon or Doc Green. I didn't really watch it that much, but it, I know him from something else. I really do know him, and it might be... I don't think it's a film. It must be TV. Have you got anything uh, there? Look. Ben, 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 Ben. So, Colonel... Oh, Glenn Houston. Do you mean... Is that his real name? Well, that... So, so Glenn Houston played... Bet, uh, played Colonel Ben Wolsey, if that's what you mean. But yeah, he's 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 famous. He was in some comedy shows. He was in. He's been in Doctor Who. He was in the uh, oh, uh, the no. Hand of Fear. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's him. Yes, yes. Oh, finally, I, I I can see him in it now. He's the one who phones home to say I might that's not be home it, for yeah. dinner. That's him. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, he was in um he was in uh, a comedy that went off for ages. I think it was the one. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Keep it in the family or something like that. It was the one where it was the cartoonist. No, he was know. the boss, um, but yeah, Glenn, uh, Glenn Houston. He's been in. He's been in tons of stuff. He has been in a lot of detectives uh, shows. Yeah. This is a positive who's who of of uh, Doctor Who and genre people doing it. We get Dennis Lill as well. I mm-hmm. love Dennis Lill. It's a who's who's who. It's a who's who's who. Yes, um, but yeah. So he's yeah. Ben, isn't he? And then you've got he's this ben guy ben. called Sir George. Yeah, Sir George is Dennis Lill. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's Dennis Lill, and they're doing. War games. They're talking yeah, so, about war games. So it's a a, a war game reenactment of uh, a famous battle that took place in Little Hodgecombe, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because, like, growing up in Oxford, um, there were lots of big battles fought in Oxford. Mm. Um, oh yeah, Oxford. Uh, obviously, the city was for uh, royals and. The rest of Oxfordshire was for the parliamentary forces, so lots of rivalry there. But yeah, so you'd get this all the time. So, sort of on May Day and places like that, and on they, people would reenact this stuff. Usually, not to much uh, expense. You'd get one or two people, you know, trying to to recreate a, a push of pike battle with two people. Not easiest mm. thing in the no, world. No, no. But um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I do like this. I do like to begin, and I'm, I'm a sucker for a. Uh, a costumed man on a horse, I think. You know, That's it, something else yeah. for a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. uh, it, it looks good. I mean, this this opening, it looks good, and it looks it looks expensive. But then you think the BBC's got all of this in storage, and they would have had They've that not, for like yeah, thirty, yeah. forty years for all their exactly, historical. Yeah, this is they? probably from uh, you know from By the Sword Divided, which was uh, a way famous television show that you know was set during the. Uh, 
the War of the Three Kingdoms, mm. I suppose we should call it. Um, yeah, so so it looks great, but then you think they've not actually had to build anything yet, which me, which when you finally see the sets, like the church set, is gorgeous, and you think, yeah, because they've put all their money into this. Yes, yeah. And I think this is a very very clever way of doing Doctor Who. Mm, yeah. Well, th- this reenactment that they're doing, yes. um, Polly, she says, uh, you know, it's causing trouble in the village. What they're yeah. doing, we don't know quite what they've done um, so no, far, and we don't we don't really see a lot of the village, do we? We don't see, we a, don't lot see a lot of the villagers. That's yeah. that, 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 that's a yeah. question I've got. Is where the bloody hell are they all? I um, think they just stayed in. They went, oh god, bloody Sir George, doing this again. Um, well, do they? Because you know, towards the end, when they're going to actually burn Tegan at the stake, and they all seem to be complicit in it, nobody's calling nine 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 and getting the the police down are they yeah i think it, if this had been a four-parter then you 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 could have fleshed it out a bit more by having people gradually change their behavior over the episode because it's the malice isn't it it's meant to be uh, affecting everyone but is it skin. everyone because i yeah. take it it's just yeah. sir george well i mean certainly sir george certainly sir george's helper guy who what? who uh, on the t- on the sort of toss of the coin at the end they all go oh you tried to kill us but well, see, see that that yeah. if he was under the influence, and there's yeah. absolutely no clue or hint whatsoever that he's under the influence as well. If he's not, this Sergeant Willow is a, a thoroughly yeah. <laughs> unpleasant, nasty yeah. bit of work who gets so, off with it at the end. Yeah, I, th- I think it would have been nice if they'd have had a, a bit of uh, it's the old Judge Dredd syndrome, isn't it? Is we want to see him policing first in a normal way before you set him up and then and you know there's yeah, something wrong exactly so in this case it's like we don't know that that um sir george and the sergeant and everyone isn't just like this normally mm. i mean we get we get a couple of lines from um from polly don't we say you know that people are acting weirdly but we don't really see it no no um, you're right I, if it was a four-parter you yeah. could have seen more of that yes yeah yeah um i know ne- i've next got in the tardis Turlo, Doctor, fi- fixing TARDIS. What the bloody hell is Tegan wearing? Yes. So this was this was Tegan's um, colourful period. Um, Good lord. Yeah, I think because um, Janet Fielding she she hated her ha- air hostess costume, and so she she asked for more colourful, more up to date modern. Never ask for that with the yeah. BBC, especially in the mid eighties. But oh, this dear. this is what. This is what sort of um, gets me a little bit. So people now look back on the Colin Baker era, like Colin Baker's going to go, bloody hell, this is awful. But people were wearing this, those sort of... Oh, I yes. mean, most men didn't, or most, you know, weren't frock coats now. But these sort of style dresses, I remember these clearly, the yeah. absolute burn your retina dresses. Well, it was, it was yeah. with the blokes as well, because it's exactly the same time as this. We had Miami Vice, and everyone yes, was yeah. wearing pink jackets and yeah, stuff, weren't the they? With blue shirts yeah. and all that nonsense. But this is this yeah. is this is really quite special. This dress she's wearing with canary yellow tights as well. Yes. Yeah, it's not not a great look. What do you think of this particular version of the TARDIS console? Um, I didn't really notice it. Yeah. No, because this is this is the uh, they did a, an update in the Five Doctors. Oh, I know they did an up. Is this does this take place after the five doctors? This is after the five doctors. Yes. Ah, uh, right, right, right. I was going to mention the five <laughs> doctors, right? And I, I was thinking that after I'd watched it, it's like 
very often the Doctor and his companions arrive somewhere and suddenly there's an alien menace that they've yep. got to deal with. In this case, they go in there to find Tegan's granddad and spend a little time with him. But what I liked about the five Doctors is when you see the fifth Doctor and Tegan and Turlow, they have already been there for some time and they're just relaxing, yep. aren't they? They're having a rest... But there's no alien menace. I, I, I'd like to have seen more moments like that, where they go to a planet and nothing happens. Yeah. And then they go to another happened. planet and something happens. It must have happened every now and again that they land and nothing's there. No. I mean, the, the, uh, now they've retconned it all that it's because the TARDIS is an actual living being. It's the TARDIS taking the Doctor to where he needs to go to right the wrong. Well, that my my other awesome. question would be, if Tegan had never met the Doctor, or if yeah. Tegan had left after the Five Doctors or something, yeah. and she decided, I'm going to go and see my granddad, arrives at this village, will we have what's happening happen when the yeah, Doctor's I not think, there? You I know? think she would have got the old Joan of Arc treatment. Hmm. Hmm. All right. An impression of a dog and gone, woof. <laughs> Very good. Um, so yeah, they're, they're going to see her granddad. They are, they yeah. bit, bit, ex, bit of exposition, clumsy drop in there, and it? it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm. I don't know how you get that. That's the sort of line where, like, where people go, as you know, I'm retiring this week. You know, it's like I, there's got to be better ways to get that out. But yes, yeah. Well, they hit an energy field they as do, they yes. land, and uh, and there's someone in the crumbling crypt that yeah, they can see good, outside. Good, good crypt. It's, it's it good is a good looking. crypt, yeah. yes. The, set, the sets look really good, really nice and cluttered. And I say it's because they've only got, I think they've got, what, three main sets, and they mm. put all their money into them. Um, but, yeah, they see, they see someone or something um, skulking about. Um, mm. I, I, I do find it interesting as well that, that so they come out and... Uh, Tegan goes. You've landed in the wrong century. That wasn't uh, yeah, modern closing. And and they immediately go with no, no, no. We I've, the TARDIS is right, but the TARDIS is always letting them down and yeah. malfunctioning. Yeah. I wish they'd have played that a bit more. I know they they they're really pushed for time on this one because it's only two episodes. But I would have liked to have factored them go in. Even if the Tegan, even if Tegan had have gone. No, I don't believe you. The Doctor screwed up. Blah blah blah. Then you could have got a nice scene where when they finally like see a telephone box or something the doctor goes see Tegan see, yeah. told you yeah, yeah nice little bits like that but no it's just it's a little bit rushed it is rushed and it's emphatically stated it's 1984 yes which we, I, get, we can date this can't we which I thought quite funny because last week we, we settled on 1984 for the android invasion yeah um, so so at the same time fourth doctor is in the home counties somewhere um, dealing with the crow the fifth doctor is here dealing with the malice yeah I quite mm. like that idea. I quite yeah. like that. Because we can actually fix the date, can't we? Because this is happening on the same date that the battle happened in... Yes, 1673. Uh, 16, 1664, 1644, somewhere right. like that. Um, but yeah, so, so we can fix the exact date on this one, unusually. Yes, and everyone in the village is taking part in the games. Although we d- barely see any of them, but apparently well, I, everyone <laughs> takes part. I do like the... Uh, they do make reference only because he go because they say that they've isolated the entire village and you think how have they managed that? That's I've got a question. Yeah. It's been isolated. How? Yeah, and then they make a thing that says, "Should we get more men?" And mm. Instead of saying, "No, no, the budget won't stretch," they go, "No, they're all they're all 
protecting the border. <laughs> oh, right, okay. That's well, where they all are. Yeah, this lord, yeah. this Sir George, yes. he's the local magistrate, and he reckons yes. he can do this. He can isolate a village. I, I don't love, think you yeah. can. No, I, I actually wrote down, I don't think Sir George actually realises how the law works. No, This is don't. a very... Um, a very American idea, isn't it? You know, you, you get like the Dukes of Hazzard. Now, go into a local town and the sheriff is corrupt and the judge is corrupt. And you can sort of get away with it in American TV, but you can't in British TV because we have a, a national police force and a national yeah. criminal system. Yeah, it's very hard for magistrates to let their mates off of things. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know... I live in a village. If yep. somebody in the village goes, we're going to isolate this village. Yep. Nobody's allowed in or out. We're going to have our war game. That won't go down with the people, well, with the people in the village. And they'll either find a way of getting out yeah. or they will. They'll call the police well, or something. Oh or, man, I mean, so here, uh, through, through Wrexham and that, we get the, 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 a lot of races. So we get like the Chester race. The, uh, there's a bicycle race that goes through. And every time they do, the locals are up in arms because they, mm. they'll block off one road and the locals are like, I never use that road but by golly, you're not blocking it <laughs> and they'll, they'll go out and like sabotage things and throw tin tacks down to try and pop the boat I can't imagine this village going, going along with it unless no. the malice is affecting everyone, yeah, yeah you're right we don't really get get that spelled out for us and the first time I watched it that didn't occur to me that the whole village is being, you know, tainted by this thing. Yeah. You know, we're back to folk horror again, aren't we? we? Are, you yeah, know, yeah, the whole community, very... you know, Wicker Man, <coughs> Blood on Satan's Claw yep. style thing, where they're all under the spell of this yeah, so lord. The, the, yeah, the, the the area is tainted. They could have put a few. Again, I think if they had fleshed out four episodes, you would have had bits where the doctors looking back through <coughs> library books and that. And going, oh, this, this area's always had a violent past. You know. What is the dark secret of the village yes, and all yeah. and all this stuff? But but what we've got and what we see is just this Sir George, this Lord. I've yep. got here. This Lord is really annoying. He's trying to be Jason King, yeah. and he's trying to have this swagger and this suave, yep. you know, uh, sophisticated persona, and it's not working for me. I don't know this actor. I don't know him from anything. Or at least I don't recognise him from anything. But um, as, do you not? Because you know, it, he was um, Charles in Survivors seasons two and three. He wasn't. He was. Yeah. He's normally bald. He's. Um, he's I think he's uh, the Rod, week then. Rodden is father-in-law in Only Fools and Horses. Now you say it. Yes, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yes. He's, yes, it um, is him, isn't it? Yeah, he's in um, the Image of Fendal. No. Oh Dr. yes, Fendelman. I can see him now yeah. in his lab coat. Yes. Yeah, very brilliant. I, I love this. I, I love Dennis a lot. I think he's a brilliant actor. Did a lot of things like the Sweeney and um, professionals and stuff like that. You know, yeah, now I can see actor. it. Yeah. But no, I was just looking at at this yeah. foppish cavalier and one, and one, and one just... thing I yeah one thing I and I, I I don't know whether they did say it and I just missed it. But so he's he's always tossing that paperweight thing about. Yes, the, the his doctor, squishy it, ball. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought they would make mention of that, like that's affecting him. You know, like that's what I thought. Pre- they never mention it, and it, it, there's a perfect thing because the doctor finds that Tin Clavic lump of metal, and they why didn't they tie that into his thing that, that the fact that he's constantly carrying this radioactive thing is is what's affecting him. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, we've got a crack in the church wall. Yes. Um, which I thought looks like the crack in the you know. 
the uh, Matt Smith stories. Yeah, it looks like Amos Crack. Yeah. You could retro, almost retrofit that, couldn't you? I'm sure people have. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it, and it's right by this carving of the devil chasing people. That's yeah, on again, the we get a, a little, little bit quite mashy, and it, where the doctor looks at that. Mm, yeah, you yeah. Know. I don't uh, like... What, yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, what do you think of Peter Davison in this one? No, it, we've got Breathless Doctor. Yeah. I don't like the Breathless Doctor at all. He's been all right the last couple of times yeah. we've come back to the Fifth Doctor, I, but this is the Doctor that I didn't like. Yeah, as I was watching it, I thought, oh, Eric's not going to like his style of acting in this. I have got Breathless yeah. written down somewhere in here. Um, I don't like the, why, the way when they leave, you know, you've got dry ice just starting to come out of the crack. Yes. Um, yeah. No, all no, a bit silly. No one likes smoke coming out of their crack, do they? Um, and then we get we get a crap BBC micro effect. Oh, oh man, that's awful. That dates this, doesn't it? That was, yeah. And of course, I, that was high tech then that you can yeah. put that on an image. Oh dear. They must have been so proud of that. Look, we can put little pluses over the screen. Wow, that's amazing. That's like magic. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not aged well. Yeah. We keep seeing this uh, this this guy. You know, in bad makeup, in a hood. You know, who's yes. only got one eye. Is that meant to be like leprosy or something, or has he been yeah. burnt or what? No, I think it's I think it's leprosy, and it? it was rife. Is it? It was is rife it? around that time. Yeah. All right. What is the point of this person, by the way? Uh, I don't know. I they don't really do anything with him, and the doctor dismisses him as a psychic projection. Yes. Who um, steals Tegan's handbag? Yeah. But how does the doctor know? Mm. That, so the doctor, doc, and I think, I, I think this is probably again suffering from being cut down to two episodes. This, so he, this, this person steals Tegan's pink handbag, which she holds up to her face. Oh, in a that is the worst. Position. Well, yeah. not the worst, but yeah. one of the worst. Who I've written down later on in my notes. Who does that? Yeah. Who I've never seen a woman, no matter what stress she's under or ever, hold their handbag up to their face. Yeah. I, I'm shocked and, and a bit sweaty. I shall mop my brow with my with, with my red my, leather handbag. Yeah. And so he steals it. But then the doc, when the doctor comes in the church, he goes, uh, I, "I'm not after you. I just want Tegan's handbag back." He wasn't there. <laughs> How does he know? <sighs> yeah, that's unless a good point. Unless, I hadn't thought yeah. about that. No, unless everyone and tries to steal Tegan's handbag, which she's never worn before. And that's a, a bad, that's a bad handbag as well. That doesn't is, go yeah. with a dress. Well, mind you, nothing goes with that dress. What, what I still can't believe that dress because she goes outside and she's in sunlight. Yeah. Cindy Lauper wouldn't wear that dress no, in 84. No. That's how bad that what, is. What does look good? Davison's outfit looks really good in a natural setting. Mm. Whether it's because it's very pastel colours. It looks much better when he's running about the village. It looks much better than it does when he's like in the studio well he could have come off the cricket green I'm sure there's a cricket green in that village yes yeah and they get caught by blokes on horses Um, and you know that's where we meet that sergeant I've put this sergeant is annoying um, yeah, it's a cl- it's a closed area for the war game. So you've got these bully boys going around. Yep. What you're saying I, make makes things make more sense that they are being influenced. Yeah, I, I always took it that they're all influenced because otherwise this is a shitty village, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We, you know. Well, he he holds the doctor at gunpoint. He has no authority. I mean, he could be the local butcher or something like that. He's not a police officer. He's he's not an army person. The thing is, it's. I mean, we live in a we live in a civil law society, a civil society with with civilian law. So even a military person without good reason can't 
point a weapon at you. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's not the fact that the guy's doing it, because like I say, I think, oh, okay, he's, he's under the influence of the malice. Um, it's the fact that, like Polly and that, treat it as this is slightly more than normal, and it? it's not... Because mm. I'd been like, I'm, I'm getting a police, mate. You're pointing the gun at me. I'm having you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Get know, stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they all go. They all treat it as if it's quite normal. So I think the only way this works is if you look at it that the malice is having an effect on this area. Mm. <coughs> See, I wasn't thinking this first time I watched it. Maybe if yeah. I watched it again thinking that, I won't get so irritated yeah. by just, you know lapses in logic and this character this sergeant really did start getting yeah. on my proverbials well um, he's um he's we playing on. it very very broadly isn't he as the as if this was a if this was in the east end of london he'd be, he'd be the the lieutenant of the gang mm. that you know that is just a horrible person yeah he um, is a horrible yeah. person he's not very nice at all because no. um Glenn Houston, Ben, Colonel Ben, he uh, he doesn't he 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 knows that people are acting weirdly and he's not affected. No, but again, that that that's a problem I've got with yeah. his character is that he seems to be a man of morals. Yeah, but he doesn't but do anything. He's not doing anything yeah. to stop this bloody thing, you know. Um, anyway, we said about that terrible twinkly effect. Yeah, it, it, it's there again, and we've got you know an old bloke in a nappy. Look yes. at. Looking, I don't understand. Are these like you know echoes from the past that the malice is bringing forward? I think so. There, well, the doctor again. The doctor describes them as psychic projections, doesn't he? Um, and, but yeah, yeah, I think I think they're the malice trying to uh, frighten you. Would an old man in a nappy frighten you? Depends well, I, what it's doing. I it think. feeds off of psychic energy, and yeah. I'm guessing negative psychic yeah, energy. Yeah, it feeds off negative energy, so it makes you uh, either f- it either wants you fearful or angry and, and vicious and mm. so you know battles are great best, for that yeah, yeah but the, the best it can do here is a man in a nappy <laughs> yeah an old man in a nappy were you fearful or frightened or were you frightened or uh, angry towards him i i was more fearful of the video effect yes. i mean on blake seven in character we used to chart the crap video effects this is right up there with one some of the worst blake seven video effects isn't it yes uh video effects generally on the whole are always rubbish Mm. Um, because they they might have looked right in their day, but now they just scream cheap video effect. Yeah, um, they always look overlaid, don't they? Which is what they are. They're which is exactly what yeah, they are. They've yeah. got no depth to them. Yeah. Um, the doctor is outside, and and he meets that leper who's got yes. Tegan's bag, and he wants it back. And somehow yeah. this man with the bag is running really fast. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. Um, because you'd re- think a leper probably wouldn't have a leg to stand on. Oh, very, very good. Yes. Um, so the doctor goes to the church. He yes. hears fighting in the church. And then we've got Will coming in through a wall. Yes. So so the the malice is causing some sort of time rift situation. Yeah, uh, and the doctor gets it wrong. He thinks just he's yeah. a projection, doesn't he? But he's yeah. not. He's an quite, actual yeah, person. I quite, I quite like the doctor just guesses and is totally wrong about it. Well, we had it last week, yeah. didn't we? We With did, the fourth yes. doctor. Yeah, it wouldn't get yeah. out. Do you like, um, do you like uh, Will? I can't stand him. Really? I know, I I know him from... S- no, no, I don't. Oh, that's a close yeah. one. There's, 
He can't act. This boy can't act. And I know yeah. him from something else. And I'm not sure. Again, right. I don't know where I know him from. But um, I know him from something else. And he couldn't act in that either. I think he's in The Young Ones or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, he's, he's in The Young Ones. He's the Cockney uh, chimney sweep that comes That's out. That's him. And yeah, says, yeah. Uh, you can't harass me. I'm a beloved uh, Dickensian character. That's it. Yeah, yeah and he couldn't um, do that very well either. There was, there was a lot of ty- talk at the time that... Um, they they did, were considering making him a companion. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good grief. Um, I mean, he, I he, think, he, I he's think not Bonnie really... Langford level, no. but um, he's 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 up there. I I think there's room for a, like a Jamie style companion. Mm. I think it it gives great scope to the writers and that. But yeah, I I don't hate him, but he's not he's not the best of actors. No. And I I I, I hate people that that act. Oldie worldy by saying bane a lot. Yeah. Bane yeah. not happening there, mister. Like, you're oldie worldy because you're thick. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It, it, it is a cliche. Um, yes, but, de- but yeah, it, he's, he's a definite cliche. I think yes. pretty much everyone is a stereotype of a cliche in this because they just haven't got time to flesh them out. No, no. Um, so this Lord, right? Yep. He's playing with his squishy ball, isn't he? Yeah, um, so George is playing with his ball. Yes, is one Good solitary squeeze. ball. Yeah. Yes, and he wants the liver bird, um, yes. Polly there, to, to be the May Queen, as yeah. something wonderful and strange is coming to the visit. So, the, to, this, to the village. This, so there's our first clue yes. that he might be under the influence of something. Yeah, because yeah. <coughs> when, when, they, when they see Tegan and they think, oh, blimey, she's, she's better than the old liver bird. Yeah. She'll go up there. Uh, and they're planning to burn Tegan as a sacrifice. So when he's saying, when he's trying to convince the live bird to uh, to be volunteer to be the main queen, main queen again, is he thinking of burning her then? Yes, I think that's so. It's a bit shitty, isn't it? I mean, it does get a bit dark, you know. It's, it's a, a quite bit dark serious. story. Yeah. When when Will says, you know, they burnt her, I, I can still hear her screams. Yeah. You know, that is, yeah, that's not nice. It's very Wicker Man-ish, isn't it? It is very Wicker Man. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, up until this point, he has deeply irritated me, this Sir George, because he's just an arrogant, big-headed idiot. But now we're seeing he's actually acting this way. You're you're absolutely correct. If there had been scenes earlier to show him before he started turning like this, you know? Yeah, of him sort of organising it. It's all a bit of fun, isn't it? But, you know, treating people nicely, Mm. patting patting a dog or something, you know. Anything, but yeah, I think that it, he's a he's a sufferer. It's really interesting. So our, yeah, our opinions on this story are really sort of right because I love Dennis Lillimis. I think he's really good. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah. you, you you have literally decades of knowing this story and that watching it true, and stuff. Yes, this is my yeah. first time. I'd like to yeah. go back in a time machine to '84 and see what you thought of it first. Time. I, yeah, I I remember thinking it was a bit of nonsense. I was I was. I was sort of I was falling out of of love with the show at this sort of point. Mm. Um, you know, with I I liked Peter Davison, but I I did yeah I did think it was getting to the point where I if I missed an episode I wasn't too worried. Mm. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, that's why it didn't bother me that I was going yeah. weeks without seeing it. Obviously, because there's there's whole chunks of the Peter Davison era that I've, I've still yet to see him you know um, I'm going to be encountering him for the first time in future yeah. episodes of this show um, so yeah we find out the malice had come during the fighting Will said the yes. malice had come during the fighting and made it worse well of course it's making it worse because it feeds off of all this 
uh, pain yeah. and suffering. Yeah, I, I can I couldn't work out whether they were saying that that the malice landed during the battle. No, the doctor later or, says it yeah. was there long before yeah. the battle, it, which is again, it's very quatermassy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and the ne- and the negative psychic emanations from the battle yeah. woke him up. But again, right. you, you, I think you, you, you definitely could have got away with, because he's in the church wall, so he must have been, he must have been bricked up when the church was first made. It, it looks like a, I don't know, it's sort of an early, I don't know, probably. A, I mean, let's say the earliest it could be is probably late Saxon period, isn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah. Um, but you could have had, like, like say, going through the local library records or the church records and saying. Um, the church has always been an epicenter of battles and list a few you you could have done stuff like that but no it's again a little bit rushed in that it's like uh, just this one battle yeah yeah, yeah. <coughs> alright well we've got a secret passage um, which goes under we, the yeah, crypt we always, we always like a secret passage don't we we, we not <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm saying nothing um, and you get into this by pressing on the face of the malice that's on this slab on the floor. Yeah. Right. Now the doctor you, presses that looks with his hands. Easily walk onable, doesn't it? Well, that's what I was going to say. I've got here. Yeah. What happens when you step on it then? Yeah. Yeah. That would I just was pop open. That. Yeah. Because hmm. someone must have stepped on it throughout, you know, several centuries of it being there, and no hmm. one thought, "Hey, that, that looks, it looks like it's got a gap around the side. I'll give it a poke." Yeah. Yeah. You know. I've next got written. I don't know who this is about. But I put here, oh that rubbish! Someone's caught by someone who the first someone should have seen coming. We've seen oh, this, this is, before in Doctor Who. Yeah, this you're, you're, is. Uh, I wrote this down. Tegan has no peripheral vision. No. So she's, so she's running away towards the camera, looking directly, and then she turns slightly, turns back, and someone and behind there. the camera grabs yeah. it. And it's like, where did that guy come from? Yeah, we've we've mentioned this yeah. before, haven't we, on Doctor Who? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. one on Doctor Who has any good peripheral vision. They, they're useless at it. Mm. The next thing I've written is, oh, that sergeant, why does that Ben put up with it? Is he under an influence or something? Yes. So, so I, I think, think I, I, was, yeah. I was getting an inkling that there might must be something more. Yeah. I think the story's failed at that point for you because it's not you've not ascertained that. Again, they needed something to, you know, they needed they needed that Ben to say people are acting weirdly. Why are they? You know what I mean. To, to, to hammer it home. Otherwise, you just think this guy's a shit, and he's a yes. dick. Well, um, the next thing I've got is Sergeant orders Tegan to get changed. Really yeah. can't stand him. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm getting very peeved with this yeah. bloke now. Which is, it's probably. I mean, it shows he's acting well then. If he's really annoyed you. Mm. Um, again, there was there was lots of. Uh, I mean, this shows you how times have changed, don't they? There was lots of um, complaint letters about the. Uh, the, the scene where he tells Tegan to get changed or he'll do it for her. And oh, that was really? considered uh, quite near the knuckle. Oh, really? It, yeah, which is really weird now, isn't it? It's so sweet. Mm. I, I do t- like later when, when he comes back in and he picks Tegan's dress up and it's like the size of a handkerchief. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it looks Jesus like he's just going to yeah, yeah. wash his windows with it or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what's annoying, you say uh, 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 annoying me, I think what's annoying me is number one, He's an annoying character, but also yes. in a real-world situation, people wouldn't stand for any of this. Everything no. that's going on in this village, you just would go, well, I'll get stuffed. Yeah. I'm off. What, what we needed, <coughs> and they couldn't have done it, but what we need, if I was writing this as a film or something, what you do is you have 
you have people saying, oh, belt up Sir George. You have Sir George kill someone. Mm. You have him shoot someone in the face that's disagreed with him. Because then the, everyone else knows, oh my God, this man's off his rocker. They know not to question. you got to have that, that moment where people will stop. Yes. Because, I mean, you know, you know, the British people, even if this was a, you know, a policeman in uniform telling them not to do something, their immediate reaction will be, stuff you, I'm doing it anyway. Well, we're having it now. We're yeah. locked down, aren't exactly. we? Yeah, yes. yeah. You, you, you know, please don't go to the beaches. Please don't go to the parks. Everybody goes to the parks. <laughs> Everyone goes exactly. to the beaches. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think in, re- in the real world without the malice, Sir George would have just had a milk bottle thrown at his head. He would. He and that would. would be the end of it. Yeah, he, yes. would wake up, he would wake up in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you like the, uh, the the mention of your favourite aliens, the Terry Leptils? Yes, we've got the planet Raga mentioned, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, because the Tinklavic Mines. Yeah, yeah, the Tinklavic Mines. That's Eric Saywood, isn't it? Because it is, yeah. apparently a lot of this story um, was uh, rewritten by Eric, so he put yeah. that in. Because <laughs> I think he was hoping old Terry Leptil was going to come back at some point, so yeah. this is a nice little reminder Keeps for the fans. It. And I, I like this. I like when they... Where rather, I you know you get like the Daleks coming back and you get mentions of Cybermen. But I quite like it where there's there's sort of local references to Doctor Who that's not that old, you know. And so yeah, I I quite like that they did that. It makes it brings the world a bit together. Yeah. I think. Yes. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. But we're, we're almost at the end of episode one, and this is when the Doctors with Will and Polly in the church where you've got the crack in the wall. Yeah. And he's saying that that squishy ball um, is from a, a metal found on yeah. ha- Harkoll, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's, it's some, met- some alien metal. Yes, and he reckons that on Harkoll, psychic energy is harnessed like we harness electricity. Yes. The inhabitants, I don't know, Harkoans or whatever you want to call them, um, they harness psychic energy and that a spaceship landed on Earth that more than likely was a, like a computerised probe ship sent out before an invasion. Yeah, I don't know where he's picking this from. I, mean, I don't know where he's, he's getting it. it. Well, he so says yeah. himself he's got to look into all this. Yes. Yeah. But more than likely the malice was on board yeah. when it crashed on Earth however many centuries before the English Civil War, the locals decide to brick the malice up in a church or build a church around it. Yeah, so I I, I never worked out whether... Because I always thought that the big malice head was just like a bit like Bok. It was a carving that had come to life or whatever. But yeah, they sort of make out that that is the malice. So is, is there a big body buried underneath? Well, this is my question. It says, what is it? You know, yeah. I mean, is this the malice then, looking out the crack at the end when that smoke comes out and we have the cliffhanger ending and you can just see a bit of its face, can't you? Yeah. Um, um, and that's how episode one um, ends. But I don't know. I mean, is the malice, the this whacking great big head we've got in the wall, is it the monkey thing that we see in the yeah. TARDIS I later? Or, or is know. it that other face? We see a third thing the doctor says yeah. and i've written it down we'll we'll, we'll come across we'll it. it but i i always i always thought that like the malice was more of a uh, a non-physical being and that he's he, he projects himself into things 
because well, that I, the big head looks like it's meant to be a church carving, doesn't it? It looks like a well. That's what I mean. Yeah. I hope that isn't the malice because it is deeply unconvincing if you're supposed yeah. to believe that that is the malice. I particularly like its eyes, that are just like <sighs> they, they, they remind you know those clocks you used to get with the cat on. Yes, eyes yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. That's what it reminds <laughs> me of. Uh, one of the uh, head teachers at the school I, I work at, she's got a Felix the Cat in her office still. Yeah. Does that. Oh, the eyes go back. Yeah. But it's, you can tell her it's a malice head. You know, 1984, when I'm, when I'm getting my Doctor Who monthly and I see the photo of the malice in the wall, I think, oh, that looks terrible. When you actually see it on TV and it slides forward, I mean, it's obviously yeah. on, on a trolley, on, yeah. isn't it? On a, on a, on a, a sack truck, yeah. It, yeah, you it's can just been the pushed stage forward. Hand behind, you, know, you can almost hear it back. go clunk yeah. as it hits it, you know, yeah. and that's bad enough. The, the light-up eyes are bad. The, the eyes looking backwards and forwards is bad. Yeah. I mean... I can't believe any child was scared of this. No, I, I can't believe it. I, I, I seem to remember at the time people thought it was a particularly poor effect. Um, let's, let's discuss the amazing cliffhanger, though. So, mm. so the malice is, is obviously he's a bit of a smoker, and he in a smoke yes. corner. <laughs> and, and the doctor is sort of almost possessed, and he walks towards it, and he's enveloped in smoke, and they, they're screaming, the die! And he grabs die. his head, doesn't he? Yeah, he grabs his head, and then it, you know, the the sting goes up and the music ah, tune in next week the episode opens the doctor he's walking oh he's alright he just walks away we've just been talking about Flash Gordon yes, serials and is, how you know yeah. the the resolution bears no uh, well they don't even bother resolving this one do they no. they just go oh actually he was he, he wasn't under the influence he was just walking towards the ball and now he's walked back it's like the, the biggest <sighs> anti-climax <coughs> surely if that is the malice the doctor would try talking to it which I would means lead to think fact, it's not the malice. Yeah, I don't think my next. So I've got episode, so episode two, and I've got a bit of an anticlimax, and then my next question is, what is the malice face meant to be? And then do I've drawn a picture of the TARDIS. <laughs> do you think it's the door to the to the to the spaceship, and it's just like a door or something? It could be the I nose of the spaceship. Yeah. But no, because that I'm sure the moving eyes backwards and forwards is meant to represent the malice looking at people that's it's acting because it can't open and close its mouth all we got is this smoke coming out i think that's meant to just convey that it's alive yeah i don't I, yeah i don't know perhaps mm. it's all a psychic projection all right well talking to psychic projection we've got the the, the leper he's there again yep. with the twinkling but then is replaced by a cavalier yes a, si- right. a, a silver cavalier. Why? Yeah, yeah that's written down. Why is he like this? It's like he's now a ghost or something. Um, and outside, Turlo, Turlo gets the someone gets caught by someone he should have seen coming treatment yes. and gets caught. For, for a two episode story, there's a lot of running about and getting caught and escaping and getting caught. Yeah, you've got 50 minutes yeah. to tell this story, but there is quite a bit. Yeah, and Tur- Turlo is he's like he creeps along a, a verge by someone's front garden and then someone walks up behind him and grabs him yes he doesn't yeah. hear coming at all the man's yeah. the man's Imagine dressed in armor, armor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway this this cavalier approaches yeah. the doctor stands there and then draws his sword yeah um and and they're like oh i think he means to kill us and it's like you could just walk away from him no yeah, problem walk away quietly um also i i don't know because they're psychic projections, but are they solid? Could they? 
Well, they Stabby. kill. They kill yeah. that that bloke at the oh, end, that's don't true. they? They chop his head off at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see how a psychic projection. That to me, that's like that means an illusion. It is a yeah, ghost, project, basically. Yeah, It'll be ethereal, right, won't it? it? Yeah. It'll be just ethereal. It'll be like a hologram. It's projecting a hologram. So how can a hologram nick Tegan's bag, you know? I don't know. Why would a hologram want to nick Tegan's bag? Well, If it's not a person, it's just a projection by the malice. Does the malice want Tegan's bag? I don't know. know. We do get one of my favourite lines out of the entire uh, show where someone says to the doctor, you speak treason, and he goes, fluently. Yeah, I yeah, like that's that. a good, good line. line. Good yeah, line. that's a good line. Yeah, don't know who wrote but, it, but well done. Here we have it. We're back to breathless doctor. I've put. Um, yes. But he also says that psychic projections need a focus point, a, a medium who gathers the psychic energy for the malice to use. Um, hence the war games. Yeah. Now, so, hang on, let, let's go back a bit. So you have this thing crash on yep. Earth, is buried, they build a church around it, it goes to sleep, it wakes up whenever there's a lot of negative yeah. psychic right. energy around it. So a war will do that, yep. right? So it wakes up in 1660-whatever, yep. right? So that's that, fine. Um, then the war is over, what? The malice goes back to sleep? Presumably, yeah. But does, is it... Is it does it wake up whenever there's... Did it wake up during the Blitz? Well, that, 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 that was my question. If there's a big city next door and there's bombing yeah. and stuff like that, presumably when there's a funeral and you've got a lot of upset yeah. people there, that's not enough to wake him up. I mean, pretty much any Sunday when people are bored with a sermon, there's going to be a lot of negative energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's all a bit muddled. It muddled is a very good way of putting it. Yes. Um, um, oh, yeah. Uh, Turlow's found Grandad, hasn't yes. he? We finally get to meet Grandfather Tegan. Uh, I mean, he's not Australian at all, but... No. I suppose you could, you know, you could sort of rationalise that. He could have emigrated um, and then yeah. come back or something. I, I sort of get the feeling that... Because this character does nothing. And I've got the feeling they just put this in as a as a... Why are they visiting this area? Sort of. He, I don't know what he does. And it annoys me as well. And you, you'll appreciate this. So, him and Tegan get locked into that barn. Mm. Which looks surprisingly you mean like. To, yeah, sorry. Him and Turlo, not Tegan. It looks surprisingly like the door that the Toecutter gang get put Oh, I thought that when that was smashing. Yeah. Yes. And then yes. When, when they're banging away, I thought, I've written down, Toecutter would have been through that door in two minutes. Yep. Yeah, mud it's guts, the world, definitely. Yeah, mud guts would have just kicked the bits. I mean, it's the world's weakest door. And, you know, fair enough, Tegan's granddad looks a bit old, but not that old. And Turlo's meant to be a young alien. Mm. And they can't knock that door down. No, no. And this, no. this, is, this is the problem I've got with, <laughs> with this era of Doctor Who is they'll get to a point in any story and it's like the script editor will go, oh, I don't know what to do with these characters, lock them up. If you've mm. got that, get rid of them. Yeah. Get rid of those characters. If you can't, if they're not there to progress the story, get rid of them. Well, the, well, the granddad's there because it, apparently the granddad was researching researching the myth of the malice. Yes. And and he told Sir George that the malice was behind the wall. I don't know how the granddad knows the malice is behind the wall, and then it's Sir George's <coughs> deranged mind that woke it up. 
Yeah. So what? So are we meant to believe that Sir George has always been this sort of? Yes. Like, so therefore, shit? yeah, he's. In which case, you can't blame the influence on him no. being like this. It's hmm. all not working, is it? No. No. Yeah. And, and that. Yeah. So. Okay, he's got a deranged mind, which somehow wakes up the malice. The malice then starts influencing him and say, saying, do a war game, right? Now, we, we, we know they've done these war games before. It seems to be a tradition of the village to celebrate the fact that people were slaughtered yeah. um, nearby. But I guess the difference between what they've done before and this new one is they are actually going to burn the May Queen, at the yeah. end. So what, so what you needed to do, again, is, is that you, you needed the Sir George character to actually, in his, in his personal life, be a serial killer that, mm. that hasn't been found out. And he... He's and the malice drawn, latches onto yeah, him. Yeah, the malice latches onto him and he's drawn to it. And his negativity and the fact that he's killing people kickstarts the malice. Because you're right, otherwise... So ten years earlier, they would have had the celebration again, mm. or even five years, or any any sort of rounded number. They would have done this because he says, "Oh, it's a bit of fun. It happens all the time. This reenactment. So it needs some different catalyst." And I, I just don't buy because so George. So why is at the beginning you've got Polly and Ben both seem to be. Ben and Polly. You've just said Ben. Oh, I was God. just about to say, you've just said yeah. Ben and Polly. Jesus. <laughs> they would have been good in this. Yeah, so Ben and Polly, they're both, they're both lifelong friends of Sir George. And they don't, they don't strike me as the sort of people that would be friends with an absolute arsehole. No. It doesn't, it doesn't work, does it? You need, no. This no. needed another draft. We could what? fix this, Eric. We could. All right, you, f- fix this for me now then, Ian. Yeah. If... It, the plan worked and you know they did burn Tegan yes. or Polly at the stake what does the malice do I mean the doctor says he's gonna it, it's gonna be a disaster you know more than just for you know the people in this village yeah. what does it come out does it what does it do oh wouldn't it be great if uh, if it appeared like the great vampire just came up out of the church what that big head yeah with little spindly legs yes yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't quite sure. So they're going to, but yeah, they're, they're burning in a very Wicker Man style to to send out. Would that create? How is that going to create negative energy? Because the people that are watching all want to well, do it. Yeah, so that, that that's positive energy. Positive. If there we go. Well, hey, is it the fear and pain of the person being burnt at the stake is enough? But then, surely, just. You could do that without all this ceremony, couldn't you? You could just take him to the church and beat him up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Threaten to kill him. I, I don't know. know. Again, I don't know. we do we do get the second best line where someone describes Tegan and says she's going to be the toast of little Hodgkin. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, we get the twinkling again, and and yeah. with this third version or second, because we haven't seen the monkey thing yet. This this other oh, view of the malice. Yes. Um, <coughs> and and the doctor says that's the parent image. So is that what the malice looks like in his spaceship yeah, somewhere? I think so, because it's sort of, it's similar to the big stone head, but it's not quite. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the malice looks like. No. Um, Tegan's taken on this cart dri- driven by Ben yes. with like, well, I don't know what, three villagers at a time um, yep. cheering it on. Um, yeah. going, to, going to the maypole to be burnt. And uh, 
we, we cut away to these terrible close-ups of the malice. And when we go back, um, Tegan is now a hay dummy. Yeah, that must have taken a bit of doing as well. Hmm. You can't you can't stuff a dress with hay like that and get it to sit up, going around the corner or so. You know what I mean? You got to stop. I mean, Tegan. Yeah, Tegan's got to get undressed and then dressed back in a. Where dress. did this happen? They were on the I don't road. Know. Yeah. Mm. What they should have done is add add them stop and Tegan get changed. And then the three villagers cheering that. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, we have like the, this little run around the maypole, yes. and um, you know the doctor gets back to the church. They go into the TARDIS, and that's when we've got the monkey thing up yeah, on the wall. Yeah, we've got the creepy little monkey malice. Now, is that what the, the malice is supposed to look like? I, I always what is the that, point of this yeah. thing? I, I think the point is they made they made several nice models, and they wanted to use them. Mm. Um, I think this is the malice in its final form. I think this is the real malice. Right. And the head, the, the head is just a big carving of the malice. See, the, there would have been yeah. a nice line. I mean, it, it, it's based sort of like on a gargoyle, like Bot, yes, isn't yeah. it? You know, if there had been a line about the malice has always been here, subliminally, that's why what what people have been carving and putting onto cathedrals and churches for thousands yeah. of years. You yeah, know? that's what you needed. The scenes where the where someone's where they say the, that looks familiar, and the doctor goes, "You've seen it a thousand times. Every time you look on a gargoyle, yeah, you see the malice." Yeah, little things like that. They just haven't got time for it. No, instead <laughs> we've got this little monkey thing that's peculiar to yeah. this one little village, isn't it? This isn't yeah. a global threat. This is no, no, a this little is monkey purely, thing. This is a very parochial little threat, isn't it? This mm, is yeah. one church, one village. I do like the doctor saying, "Look, shh, don't make any noise." Yeah. They, they, the doctor and Tegan have all seen it, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, before we do, and and it's up on the wall. It's it's. It's all right, yeah. you know, um, uh, but it soon gets zapped and it dribbles Swarfiga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all recognise that thing. Oh, that's Swarfiga. I, I haven't used Swarfiga in years, but I used to oh, when I used to work you, on my engine all the time. Can you can you still smell it though? I, oh yes. As soon as you said Swarfiga, got that yeah. smell. It would get under your fingernails. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good stuff. It was. Yeah. So then we have a bit more running around, and yeah, the, these these other soldiers have manifested these psychic yeah. projections um, which kill that lackey who woke up and comes yeah. back in. It's uh, a bit unfair for him isn't it? So the, his boss that is actually the horrible one gets off scot-free and mm. he he's not done anything particularly bad All so he did was hit the TARDIS door yeah. didn't he? That's all yeah, he's done. He gets his head chopped off off screen. Mm. Mm. Anyway, in comes Sir George with his weapon in his hand, um, you know, being controlled by the malice. And every time we cut to the malice, I mean, oh, Golden Bennett, <laughs> it's just, it's poor. It is so poor. And, and eventually... It's like something out of Monty Python. It is. It yeah. is. It's just... Oh, boy. Uh, but anyway, it ends with Will shoving him into that hole, yeah. which seems to kill him. All he's done is go over a... Yeah. No. He's just well, gone into their I, I think they should have cut back to it and Will goes, oh, I got rid of him. And he just stands up and goes, what, what did you do that for? Scraped me leg. Mm. And, and stabs him. <coughs> um, yeah, I, it's a bit, again, a bit of an anti-climax, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And the doctor says the malice knows it's lost and it's going to destroy everything it can. Yeah. Can. How, how is it lost? I don't Can't know. Can't it just Why go back to sleep? Go back to sleep, yeah. Yeah. So, so what, in 1644 or whenever it was... 
why didn't it blow itself up then? Mm. Yeah. We do get a lovely model shot. It's not as good as the, the Damon's one, which was done, what, more than 10 years before. Because you can see what they've done. They've, they've, yeah. they've pulled oh, it, it like down, and then you've got like an air hose underneath blowing yeah. bits up, haven't you? Yeah. And, and I prefer the Damon effect. Um, and the doctor says the malice has killed itself. I don't yeah. know how. Um, and it was a living being re-engineered as a weapon of war. Yeah. But by whom? I don't understand that either. Well, these Harkonnens. Yeah, yeah. Harkonnen. It sounds like a Harkonnen plot to me. And why no invasion? Because that was a probe. It was the vanguard yeah. for a, uh, a a fleet to invade. I like to think they got got there and went. Oh no, we're not bothering. No, no. They're, they're, they've only got one village shop. Yes, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they also find out that Will isn't a psychic projection because he's yeah. still there. I do like quite like that where the doctor gets things wrong and he's like, it's like well, he's still here, and it's like, oh, oh well. yeah, no, yeah, and then he's, I mean, he's he's very, uh, he's very okay at piloting the TARDIS, isn't he? Suddenly, mm. Peter Davison, it's like, yeah. oh, I'll get him back easy. I I quite like, uh, apart from the sergeant, is the malice still stuck to the gob, or gobbed onto the side of the TARDIS? Do you reckon? No, he's a, a pool of Swarfiga on the floor. You oh, just don't see it, I they, guess. If they'd have shown it at the end, you know, you got all the titles come up, and then right at the end, it cuts back to the Peter Davison with a, a broom trying to prize the, the malice off the top. Go, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, a bit of Swarfiga in the throat. Yeah, it's the excitement. Yeah. Um, apart from the sergeant being let off. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's standing there. He's behind also, Ben. Is it in their prerogative to let someone off for this? Shouldn't they report them to the authorities? How are they going to explain the decapitated man? Hmm. Yeah. That's a uh, very good Unfortunately, point. his head was cut off when the church exploded. What? See, I hadn't thought about that. I was just about to say, I think it's quite nice that the doctor's pers- persuaded to stay for a while. They stay in yeah, the village for nice. a while. You know, maybe a week or so. Talking to Will, right? Yeah, they've got to explain to the coppers, you know, how come that guy lost his head. Yeah. But then, presumably, the Doctor then takes Will back to his own time. Yeah, kicks him out in the middle of a big battle yeah. that he was running away from. He can't wipe his mind or anything no. like that, can he's he? Not, he's not worried about that, that Will might have forbidden knowledge, and he's going to go and tell everyone. Because let's, 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 let's run through some scenarios. So Will goes back. Mm-hmm. He's not killed in the battle good he then tells people that he's gone to the future they burn him as a witch <laughs> the future is bright for will it's yeah. the brightness of a flame isn't it yeah, yeah. oh dear and him being burned brings a malice back so i mean yeah mm. the doctor's not thought, thought this through i'm g- i'm glad we've talked about this today because my my initial viewing of it i was just deeply irritated by it i, I yep. didn't understand how this could at all be logical that this would happen but what you've been saying tonight is making me reevaluate that you know gonna, the malice was it. uh i might do i i still haven't watched the extras on it so i'll go right. back and, and and have a think the while extras really good. I, I i may be wrong here because um, it's a while since I've watched the extras but i seem to i seem to think that at some point in the extras they find the the actual prop for the big head and it I think it turns out that it was some Noel guy Edmonds. turned oh. no I think some guy turned up at the studio saying I've got this big head can you use it in anything sort of thing and and they 
sort of wrote this around the fact that they oh. had this big head. I don't think it was made for this show. Oh, I, I might I'd, be wrong, but I think that's... That I'm can't wrong. contradict some of my behind-the-scenes. Yeah. Oh, it might. perhaps I'm wrong then. I might be thinking of something else, but... Well, I'll tell you my behind-the-scenes, and yeah. then I'll watch the extras and, yeah. and, and, and see if there is anything. But, uh, but uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Um, I, I quite like it. I think it's, a, it's two episodes worth of fluff. Yeah, but it could have been know. better. Oh, it could have been. It couldn't have been amazing four-parter, really, quite a massy, creepy. I think it falls yeah. down an awful lot on the... Um, it's rushed, the, the effects, it, yeah. but it's the effects as well. That oh, malice the, face, yeah. that malice head is not good, you know. Mm. All right, well, um, Earth date, we can most definitely date we this, can, can't yes. we? 1984, as I say, the same year that the fourth Doctor is running around at the Space Center in Android Invasion. So that's good. Um, design rating, we've got to yeah. talk about, you know, the big head in the wall as well as the monkey one right which one do you want to do first uh let's do the big head in the wall all right i'm writing a big head right what do you think this is for its design for its design um (laughs) i think the the actual design of it, it it's not the best but it's not terrible i mean it's quite creepy they it needed they needed to explain what it was meant to be because if this is meant to be a, uh, an actual creature, I think it's a bit crappy. But the design is sort of, uh, it's a, uh, I'd give it a four tops. All right, I gave it a three. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in a photo you go, mm, I don't know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, mm, might be all right. Depends what they do with it, and then we see what they do with it. All right. Well, that's that's a design of three and a half. We have got a three and a half on Ooh. design. Uh, that's the Nymon. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that's not not a bad comparison. I think that I think that's uh, more yeah. than fair. Yes, um, <coughs> but that now the effectiveness of it. Effectiveness. Um, I, I mean, they built it. I'd give it a point five. <laughs> that's exactly what I've written. Yeah. They built it. That's <laughs> word for word what I've. I wish sometimes <laughs> where you could have a zoom thing yeah. and people can see that I'm not just copying yeah. you. I've I've put. Zero point five. <laughs> they built it. Yeah, oh, somebody yeah, had to exactly make it. So, yeah. so did you just say zero point five? I just said zero point five. Yeah. Snap. Totally <laughs> and utterly. Our brains it, work in the same way. You realise that. Zero. Yeah. It exit. Yeah. It existed for a while. Yeah. All right. That's, that's literally the best you can say about it. Yeah. So so that puts it alongside the Axon humans. Yeah. And Sontaran store. Oh, God. Yeah. The worst of the Sontarans. The worst of the Sontarans, yes. All right. So if you add that, the three and a half to the half is four, divide it by two, that gives him an adversary rating of two. All right. Possibly more than he deserves. So I just write this. Big Ed is a two. He lives in a caravan. At number two, there's Mestor, the big slug. Yeah. And the human-shaped Gelf. Yeah, so he's he's living. Yeah, he's living with uh, terrible uh, makeup effects and a terrible electronic effect. Yep. I think that's fair. I think that's that's, that's fair entirely appropriate, yeah. isn't it? But we've got to rewind back to design again then for yep. the monkey one. I like the monkey one a bit better on the design. Um, I, I I'll go up to a five for this one. Jeez, Ian, that's what I've put five. Really? Okay. If, 
This will be interesting if this is the same as well. Yeah, all right. Well, five yeah. puts him compor- comparable with the abominable snowman version of the Yeti. Yeah. Uh, Sontaran Val and the Quarks. All right. right. That's all just. Right. Yeah, that's, I think that's okay. All right. So, what about the monkey for effectiveness? See, I quite. I mean, the sculpting's nice, but they. It just doesn't work when he turns his head round. Right round. Degrees. It's yeah. an exorcist moment, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think they. I don't think that's what they're aiming for. I think they just thought, oh god, he's got to look at the doctor, and the doctor's behind. Oh, um, it looks like what it is—a a rod puppet stuck to a wall. Uh, I'm going to go. Don't say the same as me, please. Don't. I'm going to go three and a half. I said three. Oh. Right. So that's three point two five. But yeah, it's everything you said. Yeah, so that's eight plus three point two five equals eight point two five divided by two. He has, if I round that up, a uh, adversary rating of four point one three. That's got to be on his own. Isn't it? He's got to be on his own. Four point one three. He is by himself. All yeah, right. He deserves it. So Mr. monkey. Four point one three. I'm just writing this down. And, right, so he's in a caravan by himself. One up the road, you've got the Quarks. Yep. And one down the road, you've got Santar and Val. All right? Yeah. He, didn't he descended into Swarfiga as well? Yeah, he? that's a good point. Yeah. Do you reckon they just had a big tub of Swarfiga? Maybe they work in the Swarfiga shop. Could be. By the caravan park. Because I remember Swarfiga being quite expensive. It used to be, didn't it? Yeah. If you couldn't afford it, you just used tons of fairy liquid. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, you try and get make a, a, a greasy paste out of fairy liquid on your hands and a nail brush. Yeah. 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 All right. So behind the scenes for yep. this, um, you must know this. I, I, I've seen it. It's on. It's on YouTube. So I'm, I'm presumingly it's on the um, DVD extras. But there's a missing scene right at the beginning in the TARDIS where Tegan was walking down a corridor and she sees Chameleon. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Really, really ropey VHS sub-quality clip, yeah. You know, yeah, I have very little memory of Chameleon, other than it's absolute of, yeah. rubbish. Yeah, it... Um, now, that... Perhaps I'm... Mis- perhaps on the extras, perhaps that's what I'm thinking of Chameleon, because Chameleon wasn't made for... No, no, no. That there's something about somebody said... I've got this thing, it will be brilliant, yeah. it's state-of-the-art, blah, blah, yeah. blah. They, he wheels it. And didn't the person die or something? The person yes. who knew how to operate that it died. It. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then so nobody someone, knew so, how to yeah. do it. <laughs> someone claimed that they had a state-of-the-art animatronic robot that would That's be perfect it. for Doctor Who. And then, it, it, yeah, he died and it rolled up and no one really could get it to work. I think even if he hadn't died, it wouldn't have worked. How no. he was claiming no, um, no, and they rapidly they they it appeared in the first episode, didn't it? And then they rapidly thought we can't use this; it's pathetic. Because in this, you know, a studio environment, you haven't got time to spend three hours getting your radio-controlled dummy. Why? Why didn't they? What I don't understand is why didn't they have him turn into someone and have that as the companion? And that's chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I mean. Turn him into a penguin and call him Frobisher. Yeah. Oh, you'd have loved that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, right. So, behind the scenes, I've got two quotes, right? This right. is the first quote. And this is from, when I can find the blooming piece of paper. Where are we? Here we go. This is from Tony Harding, all right? Right. 
Um, and he's talking about the malice. I designed the creature as a mixture between the devil and a statue of a gargoyle. A freelance special effects man called Richard Gregory actually made the oh, various versions. Yeah, Imagineering from, from Oxfordshire. Yeah, just to um, from where yeah. he used to live. We, we contracted out quite a bit of work back then because we either didn't have the facilities or the time to do it. George Reed and Martin Geeson were my assistants. George made an excellent model of the church, which imploded at the end of the story. All right. So it yeah. was, it was so purpose it was made. Okay. I'd probably think of comedian. Right. My, my okay. Not great. And my other quote is from George Reed, the man who made the church. And yeah, he went down on location you know, to take yeah. lots of photos um, so that they can make the model. And he says, um, knowing that I was going to have to build a detailed model of the St. Bar- Bartholomew's Church, I took quite a few photographs of it for reference purposes. We set up the miniature church and landscape on a, rost- on a rostra and filmed it on our model stage at Western Avenue. I had made the church walls from plaster and inlaid string ties into the mixture as it was drying sat beneath the model we used these ties to pull the church in on itself that's how come it implodes yeah. before firing the rubble back out of the model using a compressed air woofer and then he says uh, the day before the studio recordings martin and i worked out uh, sorry the light's very bad in this room and I worked out with the set designers installing the seven foot high face of the malice into position behind a wall of the church set we had to erect a thin wall of plaster that the monster could break through with our help the following day when we recorded the sequence we were in fits of laughter banging the malice into and through our crumbling plaster wall and operating a couple of smoke machines there was also a smaller, full-bodied model of the Malice which appeared inside the TARDIS. Martin and I were behind the set, squeezing a bag of Swarfiga out of the creature's mouth. We couldn't see what the effect looked like from behind the set, and we were probably being a little overenthusiastic, because I heard one of the camera crew saying that Swarfiga was coming out the, uh, out the Malice's eyes. That wasn't planned, but it was allowed to stay in the final edit because it looked good. And that is why he bleeds... Uh, out of his eyes, Swarfiga. Yeah. They were they were pressing too hard, basically, and it was coming out the puppet. Too enthusiastic with their Swarfiganess. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's it's like the mess store death, isn't it? Yeah. It's just it's like oh, are you trying to be shocking or or, or what? This seems it's, to be the standard death at this point for everyone, doesn't it? It's yeah. Bung some Swarfiga through a latex mask. <coughs> mm. We had it with the uh, with the sea devils as well, didn't we? We did. We did. Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as you say, Sontar and Val as well. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if um, anyone's um, done a list of how many creatures die with Swarfiga coming out there. Dying with Swarfiga. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's our little uh, jaunt to 1984 over yes. and done with. Yeah. So, yeah. Short, short and semi sweet. It's not that short, actually. We're, over, we're way over an hour. So, yeah. All what right. do you think, though, that this, this is the same running time as a modern episode? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, all right. Well, we've got to announce who we're going to do next yes, time. Yes, it's your, your choice uh, now. And you don't know. Colin. Well, yeah. Colin. To be yeah. fair, any of the Collins, I'll enjoy. Any. Yeah, you will enjoy it. But will you... I think bits of this one you will enjoy, but I think right, bits of it irritate you, all right? I'll give you a clue to what it is, all right? Sure. Because uh, we're still in a sleepy locale. Okay, let me... 
think, sleepy locale. So it's either going to be uh, Trial of a Time Lord Mysterious Planet, because that's in a sleepy village, uh, or it's going to be Mark of Durrani, because that's in a sleepy industrial town. Um, no, no, not even M. Go on, go on. Well, it can't be Mark of the Rani because Rani doesn't fit Isn't the bill. She, that is she, true, yes. She's a multi doctor yes. adversary. So, And no, it's not Trial of a Time Lord. We're on Earth. It's sleepy. I think there's a town down the road, but it's mainly in a little villa. Oh, is it the two doctors? It is. Wow. Which means we're looking at what? What race? Uh, so is this going to be the Anglicans? certainly is. Oh, wow. Do you know what? Um, for a long time, this was my one of my favourite Colin Bakers. I, I, I appreciate it has issues now. <laughs> mm. But at the time, I thought this was like the greatest thing ever. This uh, one, oh, excellent, yeah. This one I do remember watching and enjoying yeah. Colin Baker yeah. and enjoying, you know, Patrick Troughton and enjoying Jamie and Perry, but just being so irritated by Shock Eye. Really? I, see, I liked Shock Eye. Mm, well. Um, and again, quite a mass connection. Is there? Yeah, because he was played by the actor that played the captain in Quite Mass in the Pit, the TV version. Good Lord. Yeah, I know. It's it is him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I can see him in his leather, really yeah. nice leather jacket. Oh my That's God, it's yeah. him. Yeah. I had... N- I've never put wow. them two together. It is him, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. It's once, you, once you realise... It's, I can. Yeah. I can see both of them now. Oh, good grief. But, uh, yeah, oh, I look forward to that. So you've, so I went with two-parter. You've gone with the equivalent of a six-parter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yes. I haven't, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to this because I haven't watched it in quite a while. I have seen watched it for it, a long time. I watched it to death uh, you know, when it was first came out and it first came out on VHS. Uh, so I, I watched it a bit too often. Um, so yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to this. Well, there you go. All right, so we're off to Good sunny stuff. Spain. Okay, so excellent. All right, well, see you next time then, Ian. Right, nice one. See you next right. time. All right, bye bye. Thanks, then. Bye. Bye.